Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 14 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. I am joined by my co-host of the Box Office Show, Larry from LC Screen Talk. Larry, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Happy Memorial Day, everyone. Larry and I have this fine Sunday, fine Monday off. Usually we do the box office shows on Sunday evenings, but we're doing it today so we can get all all of the four-day weekend numbers. So welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us, as always. Uh, Larry, how's your weekend been? It's been all right. It's been tiring. Graduation. Well. <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah, you went to a graduation this weekend. Are you back home now and stuff? I am. All right. <laughs> Thankfully, no. No, this is our first week without a throne watch. So it's going to be a little. No. <laughs> it's no, going to about it but right i know i know um all right so everyone this is our box office show where we just talk about the top five of the weekend's box office it's going to be a little bit different because we are will be talking about the uh, monday numbers as well as you know as well as the weekends so we'll get right into it this is the box office for the weekend of uh, may 24th and we had the opening releases for Aladdin, Brightburn, Booksmart, and a couple of other smaller films. So we'll get right into it. Larry, what came in at number one this week? Coming in at number one for the four-day Memorial Day weekend was Disney's latest live-action remake, Aladdin. For the four-day, it brought in a whopping $112.7 million. And for the pure three-day weekend, it brought in a very impressive $90.4 million. So, huge opening weekend for Aladdin. It definitely overtook the expectations heading into the weekend. Worldwide, Disney was able to garner $233.7 million this weekend. In saying that, though, Aladdin does carry a whopping $183 million budget. So, we've got some ways to go, uh, thanks to that huge budget, but this is definitely better than Disney was hoping for this weekend. Agreed. Um, so, it did $86 million for the three-day, and then the four-day did about 90, uh, 90.4. So... Um, I think because I thought this movie was gonna open a little bit lower. I I remember last week saying that I don't see it opening that big. I know we both was kind of like, eh, you know, kind of harping on the number a little bit. But I mean, I I this is ninety million for the four day. Um, I definitely wasn't expecting it to do like over a hundred, but ninety and it's four day weekend. It's I think it's pretty good. Um, especially coming after coming after that Dumbo numbers and all that stuff. So I guess it's really good for them. Yeah, it's actually ninety point four for the three day. And for the three day, right? Okay. One twelve for the four day. Oh, one twelve for the four day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, so they did do. They did go over one hundred. I missed the. Uh, yeah. Missed, missed that. So, um, yeah, that's great. I think um, it's. I I think the one eighty three one eighty three million dollar budget. I think they'll be able to get that really quick. So I guess I guess this is a win for Disney and Aladdin. I definitely wasn't expecting the Aladdin to make this much. So, um, it's very interesting. But I'm you know good for them. I guess has a good A cinema score. So audiences seem to really enjoy themselves with the film as well. 
And I know people have varying levels of scorn and annoyance with these live-action remakes, uh, finding Disney to be a cash grab. It still is really nice to see some Middle Eastern uh, leads take take over the box office like this. That was a Agreed. very diverse cast, a lot of new faces in the front of it. So, you know, what, whatever your opinions are on Disney's live-action remake trend, it is nice to see diversity get a win here as well. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, you have, yeah, you have the diverse cast with Will Smith as the genie, and then the two, you know, the two leads and stuff like that. So, um, I definitely, I, I didn't get, I didn't get to see it yet, because it's just, it's just been, a, yeah, it's been a packed weekend. But I'm gonna try to see it sometime this week, maybe tomorrow. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a really good thing for uh, Disney. It's not like Disney needed this win <laughs> just because you know we're coming off of wow. Endgame and we're, we're getting we're getting into Lion King next next month. Not in not in um yeah Lion King not in June but July we have Lion King. So then Toy Story next month. So it's just a lot. They'll be fine. It's Last <laughs> later this year. Right, right. So um yeah, definitely a good start. To the summer, to this, you know, to the summer for Disney and these uh, remakes and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I guess that's, I guess it's good, good on them. I, yeah, the the budget, it doesn't, it's not really alarm, too alarming for me because I didn't expect them to, to, you know, completely go over that budget in the opening weekend. But they obviously will, you know. So it's just, it's just in a matter of time, I guess. Uh, next week we have a couple of heavy hitters coming out, so it's gonna be interesting to see how it holds up next week. Oh yeah. Sure. Right. So, uh, all right. What do we have for number two? Coming in at number two is John Wick Chapter Three: Parabellum, which slid out of the number one position down to number two. For the pure three-day weekend, it brought in twenty-four point six million, but for the full four-day weekend, it is up to thirty-one million, giving John Wick Chapter Three a total of one hundred seven point. 6 million domestic and 182.1 million worldwide thus far. So, good um, on you, John Wick. Yeah, pretty good. Um the percentage drop it's it's not too crazy given how giving how it was going right up against uh Aladdin this week. So, I am definitely definitely um kind of I there's there's still a huge kind of want for John Wick, so I'm happy that in the second week it didn't drop too too low, um, you know. And it seemed like it made a it made another good amount of chunk for this four day weekend. So pretty good. And it's always hard with percentage drops <clears throat> four day weekends because you never know how much of that Monday audience would have went to see it over the weekend, but they went right. on Monday because they have it off. You know, it's always so difficult with these these weekends to to tell with those pure. Uh, drop numbers but it's already the highest grossing john wick film so you know no wonder they greenlit that fourth one already <laughs> yeah i know in, in, in the span of a week um they 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 greenlit that fourth one that's coming in 2021 i saw so um, that's gonna be interesting i'm, I'm sure that's gonna be another huge opening and lionsgate unlike disney lionsgate did need this kind of big kind of you know <laughs> franchise winner so it looks like they, it looks like they have one so i'm happy for them as well um john wick's a fun film so i'm glad to see that audiences are still trying to go to get out and see it yeah i agree all right so number three what do we have so coming in at number three <gasps> is avengers endgame 
So for just the three-day weekend, it brought in $17.2 million. And for the full four-day weekend, it brought in $22.3 million. That does bring Avengers Endgame up to $803.6 million here domestic, which is the only the second time a film has been able to jump over that $800 million domestic number. The only other time was Star Wars The Force Awakens. And currently, it sits at $2.68 billion. So, we're still about 100 mil behind Avatar in that realm. What do you, what do you think about the, um, <clears throat> what do you think about, what do you think about it getting to uh, Avatar now? Because each week, each week I'm always like, oh, you know, it's getting there, it's going to get there. But, like, it's, it's, it's slowing down really, really quick. No, not, I won't say quickly, it's, it's only the five weeks. But it, it, it is slowing down. So, uh, what are your thoughts on that? I know. I don't know if it's going to make it or not. I'm still hopeful. Uh, It could still certainly do it. I mean, it was a pretty small drop here domestic. It's certainly not going to get that full 100 just here. Uh, I don't think it it certainly doesn't have that left in it. Uh, But I don't know. I think it's going to get really close. I just don't know if it can quite do it. Uh, I'll be so sad. Well, Avatar did have that re-release, so I'm wondering if Disney is kind of planning a re-release later in the year. Um, I wouldn't be, I mean, because there's after Homecoming, there's not another MCU film until next year, so I I can see this movie coming out again, and like you know, around Christmas time, especially before before Star Wars comes out, you know, to get an extra extra chunk of change. So it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. But I agree. Um, as far as Avatar goes, um, it's getting close, but it's like it's still kind of like it's 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 on its like last couple of you know in the next couple of weeks we're gonna have even more big heavy hitters coming out. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's still in the top three, but it only took a forty two percent drop this weekend. So you know, I guess it's interesting. You know, yeah, I think it would be really cool actually if they just did a straight up. Uh, Infinity War, Endgame, just double feature type re-release. Where right. You just watch those two films as if they were one. Uh, right. <laughs> you don't have to sit through all the other ones. But yeah, um, Disney is definitely one of those studios, though, that keeps their films in the theaters for exorbitant amount of times to reach milestones. They did it with Black Panther. They right, do it with right. all of their movies. They they will do what it takes to get them to whatever benchmark they're looking at. So I, I know if that record is within grasp for Disney, they will do what they need to do to try to get there. <laughs> yeah, especially if they want that record. I'm yeah. sure they I'm sure they oh, do. I know but, they want it. <laughs> but I, I mean, the interesting about that is, is that you know, Avatar is now under the Disney brand, yeah. so I mean, you're kind of One competing of with are... yourselves, right? You're kind of competing with yourself, but it wasn't under your brand when it came out. So I'm wondering if like that means that they'll keep this in theaters for a long time, because uh, the it, it dropped about 400 theaters this weekend. You know, but it still has a three a thirty eight hundred theater count, which is still really good. Um, in, in the fifth weekend, of course, too, like uh, a Pika, for instance, like Pikachu 
has a 3,800 theater count as well. And that's the third weekend. And Avengers still has that with this fifth weekend. So, um, that 3,800 in week two. In week two. So it's like, um, you know what I mean? So I think that's very interesting and stuff like that. And certain, and then the next couple of numbers, uh, are certain movies that opened this weekend wasn't even in that much theaters to begin with, you know, 3,800. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think, um, I, I don't know. I, I'm optimistic about this uh, Avatar number. I want them to cross it. I hope they do re-release it so it can crosses it, you know, cross it and stuff like that. So I guess we'll have to wait and see how that goes. Yeah. So, all right. So coming in at number four, what do we have? So number four, you just talked about it. It is Pokemon Detective Pikachu, which slid from number three to number four this weekend. Bringing in thirteen point three nine million for the three day weekend, and seventeen point two seven million for the four day weekend. That brings Detective Pikachu's overall domestic box office up to one twenty point one million, and its worldwide box office number is up to three hundred and fifty six point nine million dollars. Yes. So I um that uh so. Domestic overall, it's gonna so domestically it has 120 million, which is really good in its third weekend, and the budget is 150. So, um, I think that this movie is also doing pretty well. Uh, and for the four day, I mean, for the four day weekend, it only dropped 31 percent, which is good, you know, and it's, it's 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 in its third weekend, so it looks like um, audiences once again are still going out to see this movie, which is good. Um, I definitely wasn't expecting to see, expecting Pikachu to have these higher numbers, you know, in its third weekend. I thought it was going to fall steam after the first weekend, but I guess this is really nice to see, you know, and I'm sure Warner Brothers is happy about this num- these numbers for the movie as well. Certainly, I'm just like, get into what it needs to get to. I want more. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, especially topping that $350 million worldwide this weekend is a really right. solid number to, to get over. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's done about as well as anticipated. I think that around, it'll probably top out around 150-ish here domestic, so it'll top out around its budget in the states but we'll see yeah, yeah. So I agree. I I think by the end of it, it'll definitely come closer to that one fifty. I mean, it still has about thirty million to go domestic to get that one fifty budget here in the in the uh, U.S. and the states. So, um, but I think I think it'll get there. You know, eventually with time, it'll get there. Um, all right. So, oh my God, this hurts my heart. But number five, and I I won't say five and six, but number five, we'll talk about that other movie. Number five, what do we got? Number five brings our second new release of the weekend, and that is Brightburn, which debuted with $7.8 million here over the three days and a 9.5 four-day opening for the film, which was made on a $6 million budget and so far has earned $17.3 million worldwide. So Brightburn, obviously uh, an original type of supernatural horror, if you will. Um, interesting concept. I I don't know that it got as much maybe marketing as it needed to right. get up there. Um, but yeah, this is definitely on the lower end of expectations from the studio even. I Yeah, Brightburn, I mean, 
Brightburn hasn't. I agree with you. It's kind of sad that the fact that Brightburn didn't get as much marketing as the movie as the movie under it right now. But nine point five million for four days. I guess it's pretty good and a twenty six hundred theater count. Uh, I guess it's it's. I definitely wasn't expecting it to do this well. I'm glad it. I'm glad it did because I had a fun time with it. Um, and it's another good kind of you know good kind of little chunk of money for Sony and Screen Gems because you know I mean they're still in the box office with the Intruder as well, so they're still in the top ten, which is good for them. So they got two movies right now in the top ten, which is great for them. Uh, Brightburn was fun enough, so I'm glad audiences went to go see that, um, and it's stuck to number five spot, so pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's always a, it's another case of an interesting concept that I, I at least like to see people give a chance to. Um, and thankfully, that budget was only $6 million, so pretty much worldwide in a weekend, it's tripled that budget almost. So, I mean, it, it's a success. It, it doesn't have gangbusters numbers, but I would say this is definitely a success for the studio. I do think it's probably going to drop off. It only got like a C minus from CinemaScore audiences. Um, so I think audiences are very meh toward it. So I do expect a, a decent drop next week. But again, it's already made back what it needs to make. So yeah, success for screen uh, All right, let's get into <laughs> let's get into some of the other movies from the box office. First things first, Booksmart, My Poor Child. Uh, um, Booksmart came in at number six, and the the uh, for the three day, wait for the four day, it got actually for the three day it did six million, six point nine million, and then for the four day it did eight point six million. Now this is um, I, I mean I wasn't ex- I just I get I'm not blaming anyone or anything like that as far as the movie not doing so well. Only thing I blame the only person I blame is 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 Annapurna because. They keep releasing these movies in dead spots, and this movie, unlike Brightburn, this movie was marketed. It was because I saw trailers. I my Facebook's been all over, been like all those, you know, those little like videos about get your tickets are all over my Facebook and my Instagram and my Twitter. So it was pretty marketed. It's just in a dead spot. I mean, I I keep. I keep getting so frustrated with these like great movies that I love not doing so well. And like, it's not because people don't want to go see them. It's the fact that you're going up against all these heavy hitters in a summer blockbuster kind of atmosphere. You know what I mean? Uh, so I, I, it's, it's a huge bummer for Booksmart Cause I, I mean, I love the movie. So it's like, it wasn't in that much theaters. It was only in 2,500 theaters. Um, it wasn't, so it wasn't really, it wasn't really given like this big major release, like I feel like if it was in like if it was in close to three thousand theaters, of course it would have done much better. But I just think I just think it's one of those movies that once again, like Long Shot, it's just released in a bad spot. Yeah, I think I don't know. Maybe they were trying to get like the the whole graduation theme in line with actual graduations. I don't I don't really know, but it puts it in a weird spot all the way around even you know because i think a lot of us are hoping maybe it can get a screenplay nomination uh, but this puts it in a terrible spot to really compete for anything oscar related uh, box office wise i mean next we're not slowing down at this point there's no slowing down next weekend has some heavy hitters that are gonna just wipe this you know right by the wayside i think so i think it'll have a decent hold 
and hopefully plays as good counter programming but i don't know i don't know who's who's the audience that is not intrigued by something else right now you know right yeah I think and... clearly they're marketing toward younger female audiences but aladdin is pretty aimed at a younger female audience as well most of the disney princess line is aimed at a younger female audience i mean of course they're uh... a little bit younger because it's not rated r but i don't i don't know um uh, yeah, it's, it's just a weird case. It's just so crazy to me because I, I, I was saying over the weekend, like if, if this was, if this came out in August or like a fall film, and I, and, and, and I get it. You're trying to like, it's kind of like the last day of school, going into graduation, going into summer. So it makes sense to come out this time, but no one knows that before watching it. You know what I mean? Like, no one knows that that's, like, what this film is about. Like, if you watch the trailer, no one's like, oh, this is a perfect for, for graduation, guys. Let's go. It's because it doesn't ring that feel. I mean, it does have that summertime feel, but wasn't it also based in, like, L.A.? So, I mean, of course it's gonna have that summertime kind of feel. But, like, <clears throat> if this movie kind of came out, like, at the like closer to that Oscar season kind of buzz or like later on in the year without all of these, I mean, you're going against Aladdin for crying out loud. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure how big of an opening you wanted going up against Aladdin. And I see all these, it breaks my heart seeing all these, like all these Twitter posts and Instagram posts of everyone telling people to go see it. But like, that's really, that's not, it's not going to help because they just, they released it in such a weird spot, you know? So also, graduation is not really a, in a movie event, you know, like, it's I mean, not. yeah, everyone <laughs> wants to like go to the beach yeah, and stuff, you know, like you can't market your film around graduation. <laughs> you and like they it kills me like unless you're unless you're straight up a christmas movie you know like you can come out any time of the year you don't have to subject yourself to oh it's the theme of the movie is graduation so let's come out around that time or something and i and a lot another thing too we talked about this last week well you kind of brought it up last week was the fact that they were doing screenings every single week and i'm just like um like I, I appreciate the screenings and I'm sure people do, but that takes away from the audience from the opening weekend because people already have already seen it. I didn't see it opening weekend. I saw it last weekend. So it's just like it's a huge, huge bummer that it made this little and I, I really I really would hate to people to go I hate people I would hate people to go online and say, Oh, you know, this is like why we don't ever get original stuff and blah blah blah. Everyone's all mad about it and that it's not making that that it's not making enough, enough money. But you gotta blame the studio. Why would you release it against Aladdin, um, John Wick, Avengers Endgame, Pikachu? Even fucking Brightburn has more of an audience than this movie. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. just like it's so frustrating. It's so 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 frustrating. If this came out later on in the year, you wouldn't have to do all these kind of posts of oh go see Booksmart. You wouldn't have to do all of that because you would have had a, a pretty decent if this came out in like september 15 million dollars easy you know what i mean so it's just it's a bummer it's a bummer um, yeah i don't think any of us expected it to do big numbers but even the studio was expecting bigger numbers than this but uh, yeah annapurna 
doesn't typically do that great of job with their films. Um, I heard. I saw the post too. Another post like that that they don't just they don't release it like on the same level. You know what I mean? They just don't release it in good yeah. spots. They're one of the studios that that seems to struggle with releasing a film. Yeah. Um, and, which is a disappointment. So like Missing Link. I know that that's that's theirs. You know uh, what I mean? Yep. Missing Link. That seems- too. 28 i want to see like i'm i'm interested to see like what do they have throughout the year like 2018 like you know but yeah anyway just um yeah it's it's just a it's just a bummer for a bummer for all of that you know then looking at the rest of the box office uh the only one that really hit a milestone which is a small little milestone is the hustle was able to cross over 30 million in week number three uh, bringing in four point eight million on the three day, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care too much for the film, so I guess you go. <laughs> and Hathaway uh, and Rebel Wilson. Let's talk about this. Sun is also a star. We we said it like fifty nine percent drop. I mean, including that's... the four day. That's yeah, including. Yeah. <laughs> and then. On the three day, it was a sixty seven percent. Good lord, sixty seven percent drop. Uh, Dumbo kind of doubled. It's like you know percentage change uh, yeah, this weekend, I, which is interesting. I'm not sure why. Dumbo really shot up. Uh, maybe because <clears throat> the kids were off. I don't know, but maybe <laughs> maybe Aladdin actually helped it. Uh, maybe it was kind of like how Captain Marvel got bumped thanks to Endgame. Maybe Dumbo just randomly got bumped up thanks to Aladdin. <laughs> Right, and then um, I'm scrolling all the way down because there's this interesting movie called The Tomorrow Man, man, which which and only in four theaters get got a a huge chunk, you know, twenty three thousand yeah. dollars for the uh four day in a four day weekend, which is really good. So um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you're if you're wanting to see The Sun is also a star, Ren, 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 Ren. <laughs> it's I mean it's still in over two thousand theaters, but it's only brought in four point five million so far. That's gonna be gone here shortly. <laughs> yeah, I can see that getting out of the way pretty soon. Uh, same with Palms. Palms kind of going. That's already ugly. dropped under a thousand. They got butchered in the theater. Yeah, weekend, U- so. Ugly Doll. Yeah, they really did a thousand theaters cut. Ugly Dolls as well is getting is you know is it's it's getting out of there pretty soon. Um. Yeah. Biggest little farm continues to kind of truck along. It's one that I'm definitely intrigued by personally. Um, I think it's now at AMC, so I can use my AMA list to go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but that one's doing pretty well. It increased 135 more theaters. It's up to 1.1 million here domestic. So right. yeah. I'm also. Cool. I'm also glad Longshot is Longshot is trying to stay in the top ten, even. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm happy for it. Closing in but, on thirty million, it's almost there. Right, right. So that's good for that movie. Um, all right. So let's get into next week. What we got for next week? Next week we have Godzilla, King of the Monsters, which you can check out our review for that. It's posted yesterday. Uh, Rocket Man and Ma. So what are you thinking for next week's numbers? Um, so I've actually really, well, I've seen one of them. I've only seen Rocket Man, but I'm excited for all three. So <laughs> I know some people might be mixed on Ma, but I think it looks like a whole lot of fun. <laughs> so I guess. <laughs> I, I love Octavia Spencer, and I am excited Why? to see her do something a little different, get out of that role she's been kind of pigeonholed into. So right. uh, I'm pumped for for that. <laughs> 
So it's either uh, uh listen, this is this the Ma is either gonna make or break <laughs> Octavia Spencer. It's either gonna make or break because if it if it's fun and if it's campy and it's good and people like her performance and everyone's gonna say, Hey, Octavia Spencer is killing it, she know she knows she's taking all these great roles. If it's horrific, then yeah. Uh Rocketman was fun, Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla was very, very fun as well. So I do think Godzilla's gonna have a major audience. Um so Rocket Man The first one, at least opening weekend, was a huge surprise. I mean it opened huge. It also fell off pretty big though. So it did. Let me let me, let me go look at that number. That'd be interesting to see. Yeah, so I compare. think it, it barely doubled. It opened right around a hundred million, I think, and it made it to two hundred million, but just barely by the end of its run here domestic. It opens um, around a hundred million. It Did opened, it really? It opened, I think, in the nineties. Ninety-three, yeah, ninety-three yeah, so million. It opened in the nineties and barely made it to two hundred. Um, right. So that's not a great multiplier, but a really great opening. Honestly, um, I have to say, I don't know how. Uh, I'm just gonna say this now. I do not uh, know how. If you have seen the marketing material, you are not excited to see Godzilla. I just, I don't. I agree. Get it. I don't I agree. understand. I think they've killed it. Literally every single trailer has been awesome, other okay. than that stupid "Oh my God, Zilla" line. They they could have kept that. But the posters have been amazing. Like everything I've seen, just yes, so good. that's a how, good point. How can people not be pumped? <laughs> I, I think God Godzilla right now has some of the best posters going on. You know, in Hollywood <clears throat> right now, like the real deep, the three D poster, the IMAX poster, the Dolby poster, the regular poster. Amazing. <clears throat> they're all great. I agree. They have a good cast. You know, um, they have Millie Bobby Brown. Which people, people are gonna be interested to go see her first direct. You know, her first um film debut, and then uh, Vera Farmiga. So they have a. I I think they have a lot going for it. I hope it does well because <clears throat> then that means we can all get ex more excited for Godzilla versus Kong next year. But um, comparing uh 2014's Godzilla. Um, it did about ninety three million in opening weekend, thirty nine hundred theaters, and the only movie that it was going up against opening weekend was Million Dollar Arm. Uh, yeah, and it, yeah, it came out. Yeah, it came out around May, and it was going up against Neighbors in its second weekend, and it was going up against The Amazing Spider Man Two in its third weekend. Um, so I. See that now that's kind of difficult because it's not going up against Million Dollar Arm this year. Oh. It's going up against like Rocket Man, uh, Aladdin Week Two, and um, I, and mine's not gonna do that great. So let's just let's just <laughs> that. <laughs> it's just not. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's interesting. What do you think? How do you think it's gonna make? How much do you think it's gonna make next week? I'm uh, I keep addressing. I'm gonna go seventy. Oh, really? So you're going less than what it did the first week, the first movie. Yeah, I don't think it's going to... I think people were a little... Because I know a lot of people... I love Godzilla 2014. Uh, I thought, I don't care. I <laughs> loved it. I, I don't think Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen were all that interesting, but I got, I got a good film for my own taste. But a lot of other people were disappointed in the lack of monsters. I heard that is not a problem this time around. No, no, um, absolutely not. But, Great. Um, so I think people are real skeptical. Kong Skull Island was also mixed. So the MonsterVerse has gotten off to a very mixed start. I think that's going to bring these numbers down a little bit. So yeah, I'm going 70. I Okay, so I think Godzilla will turn that around this 
King of the because I really enjoyed it. I saw it on Wednesday. It was very fun. The monsters. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of like action. So it does not it, like I think the creators and the writers kind of uh, kind of took that feedback from the first one and said let's just fucking make this balls out action. And the and the last I have a um the last battle has a special place in my heart because that last battle's in Boston. And they just wreck Boston and everything. So um, that was fun to watch and stuff. So I think people are going to have a good time with it, you know? Yeah. And then for <clears> Rocket <throat> Man, I hope it does well. That's my other hope, too. Like, oh, God, please. Well, um, let's, I'll compare it to Bohemian Rhapsody because let's be honest. I mean, that's it's about if the, it's the same kind of film. I, don't, I just don't know that it, it can do Bohemian Rhapsody's numbers. Um, but especially, again, with this competition, of May is just stacked. It's like, oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it... Um... And and then like another reason why Bohemian Rhapsody made so much money, um, opening weekend and and, and throughout the d- domestic box office is because it came out in fucking November and Rocket Man's coming out in May for some reason, um, and but award buzz, you know, it kept going and going because of yeah, it. and I think Rocket Man, it should be. I mean, no offense if you loved Bohemian Rhapsody. If Rami Malek can win Best Actor for what we saw at Bohemian Rhapsody, Taron Egerton at least deserves a nomination. <laughs> I totally agree. I totally um, agree. But he it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for them to campaign it because they're releasing it in the end of May. I just, I don't know. It's a, it is a very odd time to release Rocket Man. This is, I don't. This is not a summer blockbuster. It's not. That's what I keep saying. It could have been easily a November film and made a whole bunch of money. Went into the Oscars. Taron Edgerton would be like the, the front runner and all this stuff. I don't know. I just don't understand people no more. You know what I mean? I'm just like, is it? Is it me? Am I the problem? I don't know. But no. uh, so I'm hoping. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know what it's tracking. Maybe like twenty-ish million. Yeah, I mean, it's going up against Godzilla for crying out loud. What I don't know. Doing? Ma, I mean, people saw Brightburn, but not really. So yeah. I think Ma. Uh, <laughs> I'm also. I'm gonna say at least fifteen for Mom. So I'm, I would say probably fifteen to twenty. All right. I'm gonna be honest. For Mom, going at like nine. I mean, oh. like. <laughs> I mean, because it's like, Larry, come on. Like, we have, like... Wait, what did the Intruder open with again? The it Intruder has, did open well. Let's. It but... has to open higher than the Intruder. So the Intruder opened at 10.8. It has to. I can't imagine that mom... Yeah, but the girls... Them. Girls love girls love Michael Ely and, and men love... I mean, men love Megan Good. So it's like... <laughs> who's... I mean, come on, Larry. This is Ma is not gonna do well. If it does, then I'll eat my words out and I say I was wrong. Okay, I always do. Um, I take for you, Ma. <laughs> I take responsibility when a movie does do well, and I and I. Are you gonna see Ma? I am on Thursday. I will. Okay. <laughs> I will. I'm gonna see it Thursday. Um, but I just don't think it's gonna do that well because I mean, you're going up against Aladdin week two. You're going up against Godzilla week one. You're still going up against John Wick. I still think it's going to be in the top five. Endgame is probably going to be like number like five or four. Um, it's just, I don't think it, I don't see Ma doing like 17 or 15. <laughs> I see it doing about nine or eight, nine or eight, <laughs> but we'll see. What about Rocket Man? Where do you have that one sitting? Rocket Man, I don't know. I want, see, I, 
the reason why I'm saying Ma is gonna do so low is because it just looks awful. But Rocket Man, I like, I loved it, so I don't want it to do bad. But I think it's still not gonna do that well either, because like this, like this, this is summer people, and like this, I don't know. I just these movies are they have a they have a time and a place for these kind of films, you know. So I don't, I don't know. But I mean, luckily that opening, that like early screening that I went to last weekend, it was crowded. With I do think it has a big audience with you know older people and then younger people who like Aaron Taron Edgerton and you know it does have that it does have that Bohemian Rhapsody kind of feel so I, th- I think that will help but maybe I see like thirteen fifteen I don't know I mean Alton John has a lot of fans so yeah I'm, but again there are a lot of older people so are older they're not films aimed at older people even if they're good older audiences don't rush out. So good, they, they yeah. might come out opening weekend. So I, I hope and think that Rocketman ha- can have strong legs because, I mean, these musicals, they usually do good musicals. I mean, whether right. it's the Mama, first Mamma Mia more than the second one because that one kind of died out. Um, uh, the Greatest Showman, La La Land, all of these. The only problem is The Greatest Showman, La La Land, Bohemian Rhapsody all came out in the fall or winter. Exactly, <laughs> but I, I don't know. No one listens to Dwayne. I mean, <laughs> but I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, everyone, we'll see how the numbers are next week. Make sure you guys tune in next week for episode fifteen. Uh, this has been chugging along, and yeah. Uh, all right. So that is our box office beatdown show everyone thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for joining us big shout out to Jaden sap is that his name he's a great he's he <laughs> yeah. listens every week and he comments every week on our on our shows thank you Jaden. um ugly dolls did not do well sorry but <laughs> um but thanks for being a listener i really appreciate it i'm sure larry does as well um thanks you guys for joining us uh larry let, let everyone know where they can find you find me on youtube as well as instagram and twitter as well as letterbox i always forget i don't ever plug that but <laughs> uh, all at lc screen talk if you want i can put your letterbox um your letterbox uh link in the uh, descriptions i just i i i barely use it myself i try to but it's just hard to I keep try. up with yeah <laughs> i try I tr- but I do post uh, like long, longer reviews on there for films like *Brightburn*. I'm gonna about to do because I didn't review it on my actual channel. So I, I review films there that I don't review on my channel sometimes. But oh, I think my, I think, I think the last movie I reviewed on on Letterbox was was *Long Shot*. So I got a ways to go. But, um... <laughs> Gonna start updating. <laughs> I know. I just like I can I can never get into it. Like like uh, so the media member Shannon. Shannon is always on Letterbox. So make sure you guys look out for her in Letterbox. She's really she does she does really good. She's more consistent than I am. That's for sure. Um, but all right, guys. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, my name is Dwayne. That was Larry. Thanks for joining us for episode fourteen. Tune in next week for episode fifteen, and we will talk to you guys later. Bye bye.